I have some updates behind the scenes and kind of life updates and I thought you know good perfect opportunity to let you in on them all so I've been to see my doctor or I've been to his practice and the doctor kind of wasn't available if you remember last week I had some hand, hand trouble and I, I can still feel that something is going on there and so I went there and I thought uh, new behavior for me really rather than toughing it out with a typical stiff upper lip stiff British upper lip type attitude and going ah oh, well you know you're just gonna have to live with it and don't be such a baby I thought no 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 I, it's, I'm gonna pull the plug on this and go see a doctor immediately before this thing has a chance to escalate and I really want to make sure my hand is not going to suffer or you know something more major is going to develop as a result so I went to see her and it really isn't nothing isn't anything dangerous it's just a little bit of over exercising those types of uh, movements that I've made there it's uh, it's more about it's more about pulling things with my two fingers up uh, like this and this is literally when I pick up items or also and this is something that Amir told me in a comment on my last video very good point there Amir if I uh, it's not so much my day job I had immediately suspected my day job that may not be the case Amir said well perhaps you're doing something else such as game controller mouse type control whatever it is you're doing and it is true uh, I've looked at that behavior as well it, it turns out that I've done a lot of uh, game controlling things so that also uses these two fingers so thanks for the tip there I didn't really take that into consideration so I'm looking at everything that I'm doing quite carefully and uh, I thought well I'm gonna see the doctor and I did go see her last week and uh, it was not Dr. Keller he was not feeling very well so he wasn't in so I saw his colleague Dr. Navarro and phenomenal exciting story Dr. Navarro a woman Hispanic woman in her about maybe 60s something like that she said um, so what can I do for you I said well I've got some hand trouble don't know I'm on levothyroxine that could be related levothyroxine because I had cancer a bit of a history there in the files and she says let me have a look so we sit there I kind of update her within five minutes while she reads through the paperwork and she said oh what kind of cancer was it and I said colon cancer not good but I survived and uh, she said did you have chemo I said yeah yeah chemo but it didn't work I had two chemos but didn't work how about radiation yep had radiation as well kind of didn't really work either so well uh, worked okay but didn't didn't get rid of the problem uh, but I had immunotherapy and that was the ticket and she said oh which uh, and you had a colostomy as well and I said yeah yeah I had that as well and uh, she said which hospital were you and I said uh, well Baptist to begin with Baptist Hospital and then at uh, Mount Sinai and she said really which oncologist do you have at Baptist and I said well uh, it is uh, somebody uh, called Dr. Ukar, who sadly then turned me away saying we can't help you anymore after the first chemo failed and she said how exciting she says check this I also had colon cancer and I've also been to Baptist Hospital and I've also seen Dr. Ukar, and he's helped me and the four fox that she got the first chemotherapy that I had which is the first line treatment of for colon cancer in this day and age it is not immunotherapy sadly but the first line treatment is a chemotherapy regimen called Folfox using a drug called oxaliplatin and 5-FU 
fluorosil, I believe it's the chemical name for that. She said, I had that treatment under Dr. Uka and it cured me. Isn't this a small world? I mean, unbelievable, absolutely phenomenal. So with, with those few sentences, we already really clicked and she understood me, I understood her. And it's fantastic when, when you meet people who've been through the same thing that you have and who have also been cured. So we high-fived each other and saying, we are survivors. This is so exciting. And uh, we talked about my hand and she said, yeah, it's just a bit of over-exercise. And there was a bit of swelling there. And she said, take something like uh, Bengay, that is a heat rub cream. It's known as deep freeze in the UK, I believe. It's called Bengay here. Or oh, that's of course non-brand versions of this. And that just circulates blood flow into the hand. And she said, rest the hand. Also uh, put it into warm salt water and just do, you know, motions like that. And also take some Tylenol. Tylenol, of course, is paracetamol or acetaminophen, the brand name for that drug. So I did actually treat myself to some Tylenol, which I believe we had in the cupboard still, and took that for about a week. And she signed me off for five days, five days only. I would have loved it if it could have been two weeks or so, but it didn't happen. So, you know, five days it was. Today is my first day back at work. I'm just on my way there, cycling there now. And so that was one thing. But while I was there, I did a blood test, which is something that uh, Dr. Keller had said I should be doing in February anyway. So I thought, hey, while I'm there, why don't I just go ahead and take care of that? So it was a few hours at the doctor's office and the results have come back uh, as of yesterday or the day before. And there was a urinalysis, which was perfect. So everything's good in my urine. That's very, very positive. There is also uh, like, a, like the thyroid test that they did and it reveals that the Synthroid I'm taking, Synthroid 1.5 micrograms, that is still not exactly enough. I think there's still a little bit of TSH, TSH still a little bit high. I think I can, I can definitely live with this, but it's just one of those things to be aware of. It's still a little bit high. I think if Dr. Keller sees those results, he's probably going to insist on a slightly higher dose. I don't know what the next higher dose is, probably going to be 1.75 micrograms of Synthroid. Don't know. Could be, could not be. We'll see. What I have noticed though over the last month or so, which is probably since the new doses kind of kicked in, I have so much more energy. I feel so much more awake and I'm less tired. I don't need that much sleep anymore, which is great. I've had a couple of days last month where I just woke up at three in the morning and I was just awake and I don't really get that usually I'm just I'm just tired and I sleep late and I go to bed early and I sleep late and it's kind of this vicious circle isn't it if you if you do that then uh, it usually you just get used to it but it's with me it was literally I was just so tired all the time when I was not on Synthroid and then you know recovering from the surgery and all that I just thought that's normality and I didn't really think that that was going to go away and when I reached my kind of plateau on the lower dose of levothyroxine or Synthroid there I thought okay my life's back on track and it's it's, it's great I'm kind of I'm just looking at how alive am I and how how well am I and that was all you know that was enough for me really I just thought that's already a miracle but with an increased or let's just say with a correct level of 
thyroid hormones in your blood my god what a difference that makes so the amount of mental energy and and kind of stamina that i have is phenomenal i'm really really impressed by that so that is something that i really treasure that i think finally for once for the first time in my life i think we've kind of looked at the at the thyroid hormones and if i if if that is what it takes to be my best wow that was a that was a very easy fix and 15 to 30 dollars well spent a month so that's another health update there uh, another quick health update is that do you remember my wisdom tooth extraction that i did at the other dentist because that was covered instead of the, it's the same dentist that wasn't covered there but he was covered there that kind of convoluted story i keep getting invoices now both from my insurance who request about 500 dollars for whatever reason i'm not entirely sure uh, as well as from the dentist whom i've already paid you know i've already paid them about 200 50 280 dollars i don't i don't remember the exact figure i've paid them there they said the rest will be covered by the insurance now the insurance want more money and the dentists also want more money and i'm thinking okay that's uh, bizarre because incidentally the the money that my dentist wants from me now added up to what i've already paid them is the same amount that the insurance say they want so I think that's a very very exciting news uh, probably a mistake let's just hope because otherwise the wisdom tooth extraction that i thought was going to be cheaper for me ends up costing me about like what twelve hundred dollars obviously not as i'll do it myself next time so that's uh, that's just that's all for the health updates now so then there is uh, there's other technical updates i've done a lot of testing and uh, I've been, I, I'm, I'm glad I did that because there's just so many ways that you can do the same thing. So on one hand, I've been looking into and greatly rehearsing my approach to the upcoming Gas Studio 101 lighting part of the series. So it is, it is complex because we have to talk about uh, lighting in general, about parametric lights, mesh lights as well as image-based lights so that's that's complex to begin with but we have to do that in two different render engines completely so that's that's a lot to take in then we also have to talk about workflow about that and then of course there's the OpenGL render engine which is you know not not popular but is nevertheless a render engine so we need to talk about how what the relation is between that excuse me and the and the um, other render engines and then of course that leads us on to rendering in general that we have to press a render button and that leads us ultimately to the fact that we have different surface properties depending on which render engine we use so that is why i haven't just clicked the button and pressed record because that's just a lot going on so there we go it's, but I'm, I think I'm getting there and I'm, I'm kind of hatching plans to perhaps just scratch the surface in this series and perhaps just split it out into a standalone series. I, already, I was already thinking about Dance Studio 201 about characters because characters are at the heart of that. Uh, but then of course there's lighting so perhaps uh, 201 should rather be lighting and 301 could be about characters. So that's, that's just something quick heads up that I am working on it but it is, it is difficult to logistically uh, you know, put that underneath one, one hat there. 
So that's that's one thing. Then another thing is I've done a ton of streaming tests. What is the best setup? How do I not miss important chat comments and all that? Because last week's DeForce Denoiser live stream was incredibly successful. It is I hadn't anticipated that much success. Really, when I'm talking about a successful video, it has about 100 views in about four weeks. That's for me, that's successful. And uh, the unsuccessful videos are the ones that have about 20 views in about four weeks, you know? And I hadn't anticipated that uh, the last stream, the latest stream had about uh, 500 views in the first two days. And that's phenomenally successful for me. It had a lot of comments, it had a lot of thumbs up, it's had just a lot of community engagement and interaction. So that was another thing that I found amazing and, and very, very powerful. Uh, great, great energy that we all brought to the table there. I really liked that. Um, and of course, I want to build on that. And uh, if it is something that's useful to my audience, then yes, I want to give you more of that. So um, uh, I found these two links also thanks to uh, one of my chat participants there, one of my viewers who's uh, linked to his own document with two PDF files which turned out to be by a community member, DAS studio, studio community member, uh, by the name of RC, RG Sinji, Sinsi, I think, RG Sinsi. And he's done a lot of tutorials on DeForce and he's made three PDFs. I'm gonna link to that in the description here. And um, I'm gonna, I'm currently browsing through them. And thanks to one of his topics, one of his descriptions, I was able to make a waving flag with DAS Studio something I had first tried uh, to build in Blender to assign different surface properties, that surface like material zones, but that's not necessary. We can do that with a DeForce uh, map, like a DeForce kind of strength map. And in the next live stream, I will show you how that works. It's gonna be very exciting. There's a lot to talk about, about DeForce. It seems to be a very popular topic. And if we can all share some knowledge about that, it will be just marvelous. So there we go, that's what's in the making, in the planning. I'm uh, currently setting up a second stream during the week. My current idea is to do that on a Saturday. So we do the DAS Studio stream on the Friday morning at 10 a.m. And then we do the, like a game stream, kind of a hangout type stream on uh, Saturday, the day after uh, at, at, don't wanna run anybody over here, uh, at, 4 p.m. in the evening or in the afternoon. That'll be evening in the UK and in Germany. It'll be early morning in Australia. So Steve can join us as well, which would be great. And I'm envisioning this to be uh, looking at pretty video games and just hanging out and having a chat and talking shop and talking about what's gonna come up next. Those types of things, Those, that's all going on. And now I have to go to work. Thank you so much for watching. I will see you next time. Bye-bye.